Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about test-driven development and speed. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, does test-driven development slow down the development process? And the short answer is yes. Yes, it does. But maybe not in the way that you have been sold that it slows it down. Let me explain. So this is a tricky one because contrary to what you have been told, it might be that you believe, depending on what side of the fence you are in this little debate, that you believe that, well, test-driven development is just pretty much a waste of time. It, slows, it makes everything take longer. And then on the other side of the fence, you go, well, that's not true because we write tests to be able to move faster because we always test somehow, either for manual, manual processes or automated processes. And the, I, if we have a lot of bugs, then it takes time to fix those bugs. And uh, therefore, testing is, is actually more important than production code. And I'm here to tell you that the answer to this question is that whether or not test-driven development slows down your development process depends on the nature of the code that you are dealing with and how you approach the testing. So I don't know why people are so obsessed with this unified or th this idea of a unified answer to every single question. I think it's because we strive for simplicity, maybe. People have a mental desire to feel as if there's this one big answer that just makes everything clear. And here in testing, it's the same thing, because for some reason, you always have people who are on one side of the fence. Most of the time, you have people who believe that if you just do enough test-driven development, everything's going to solve itself. And then you have the people who think that it's just bullshit and it's not worth your time. And at least me, what I've found is that I look at test-driven development and testing as a insurance policy. That's at least to me what it is. And what I mean by an insurance policy is that when you write a test, you are making a conscious decision to slow down your development process at that time. At that time, you are taking some extra time, writing some more, some extra code, which is more code than you would have if you just wrote the code that is supposed to run in the system. And you're making that code, you're writing that code because you are not flawless. And since you're not flawless, you can make a mistake. And so you write some code to assert that you're not someone who's, so that you're not making a mistake. And so that in the future, if something changes within the code base that might affect the intended functionality of the thing that you're making, well, then this test is going to be there when you're not there and make sure that someone who broke it, it understands that, oh, this is how it was supposed to be working. I should just, it's kind of like a, an alert. It just alerts you that, oh, you broke something now. And to me, that is an investment. <clears throat> and why I mean that it's an investment is because if you write a test that tests something that is trivial and has no purpose, and that code never breaks, ever, well, then you have invested more time in writing the test code 
than you have invested in writing the value building production code. It's very simple. It's a bigger. It's like buy. It's buy like buy. In my world, it's like buying insurance for so at a higher cost than the value of the thing that you are insuring. And that, in my world, it just doesn't make any sense. But on the other hand, you can also say that oh well, I shouldn't write any tests whatsoever. I'll just hack it together. I'll not hack it together, but I'll just write the best code that I can. And at some point, and I've seen this happen so many times before, at some point, the system will grow so big, because usually the, the, this only works up until a certain point. There is no discussion that tests and automated checks are necessary as part of the development process. Because without it, you will slow down. You will slow down in a different way. You will slow down because you will have so many bugs and so many problems and fear from the developers who are working on your project. They, they won't be able to change things about the system because they don't know if they broke anything. If you want a really scary situation, try refactoring a fairly major piece of logic, a backbone feature in something like JavaScript. Now, I'm not talking TypeScript, I'm saying JavaScript, no compiler, no nothing. There's no test, no what, whatsoever. And it's this piece of logic is tied into like a hundred different places. You have no way of knowing if you broke something. It's impossible. You would have to, in essence, regression test the entire application, which is also very hard and usually also very error prone when you have this when the scope is that big. And I've seen this happen so many times. Yet the same person who now is so tired and fed up with the fact that they have to do these big, large, massive tests and have all these issues with regression, there's also still the people who don't go who who feel like no test driven development is still kind of it's kind of too much. And that's the trade-off. You think that you, you can at small scale if you know that you're never going to make a mistake. Absolutely skip the testing in favor of speed, but it's only a matter of time before the system is too big and you start having bugs and issues and so forth. And maybe, just maybe now, I'm not saying that this is the way to go. That's when you should have the discussion, should we start working in a test-driven fashion? At the very least until we get back to a position to a point where we don't have all these issues. You could have started out writing tests from the very get-go and you would have lost some speed. And it's hard to tell whether or not you're ever going to get that speed back because as I said, it depends on the nature of the thing that you are building. If you build a piece of software that never breaks and nobody ever has any issues with it, then the test was it's it's it, it would it didn't really give you any value and on the other side you have tests that are so hard to build that it's pr impractical to make them and i know that there's a bunch of people out there now who's going to tell me that there's no such thing and i promise you there are there are tons of situations where it's impractical to write a automated test for the thing that you are testing my favorite example is you have an external api of some sort that does something magical and it's required for your system to do whatever it's supposed to be doing, the amount of work you would have to put in to have an accurate testing strategy to fix that is enormous. It's absolutely enormous. The best, th best thing you can do in many cases is like stub it off, mock it a little bit with some types of test data, but it's, it's at the end of the day, you have really no way to assure that this thing is working. And if, you're, if you go too religious with this and you try to solve this problem, you're actually going to most likely have to stop developing production features in order to solve this problem. 
maybe that's worth it to you. It's all, it all depends on the nature of the features that you are dealing with. So what I want you to take away from this is that yes, from one perspective, the test-driven development paradigm slows down software development. But that's only true if you measure the time it takes you to build the test itself. And that's usually dependent, once again, it depends on the nature of the test. Because some tests, they will take a few minutes, a few hours to build, and they might be protecting you from some serious bugs that where if you get the bug, it's gonna cost you money, or it's gonna take you a long time to fix those bugs. That's something that we forget to measure. We like to measure the time it takes for us to develop the code, but we're very bad at, at measuring the time we spend trying to fix the bugs related to that code. And that's also part of it. That's also what you need to measure if you're gonna figure out if test-driven development is actually slowing you down or is speeding you up. And then on the flip side, you have these religious people who tests try to test everything and get go crazy about it. And they spend maybe a few minutes of writing production code and then several days trying to test that code. Um, this is a bit of an exaggeration, but I hope you see, see my point. Then the ratio is off. You are investing more energy into your testing strategy and paying a higher cost for that insurance than the value of the thing that you're actually testing. So it all comes down to that age-old saying that I have, it always depends. It depends on the nature of the problem that you, are, that you are solving. And that's why you as a software developer should get away from this idea that there's a universal answer to all of these questions and just think it through. Think objectively about it and you're gonna be fine. Have a great day.